Thank you for joining. I am Jeff Champion, Principal Risk Professional Practices at Asaka. Joining me today is a very special guest, Executive Principal for Risk Masters International, Steve Ross, is here to discuss his recent release article, Information Security Matters, Convergence, Where's Next? Steve, thank you for joining us today. Pleasure, always. To get started, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Well, I've, I've hung around ISACA for a long time, I think 46 years, so by now I might be known. I was president of the association back in the dark ages, and I've been writing the, I, the Information Security Matters column in the ISACA journal now for 24 years, so as I say, a known commodity. I'm a, a computer security or information security consultant and have been for most of my career. That's incredible. Now, that's an incredible resume. <laughs> okay, thanks. Before we get started, I wanted to give the audience some context. Could you tell us uh, what is convergence? Well, it's sort of inherent in what ISACA is today. If you go back in time, when I first joined, it was the EDP Auditors Association. And obviously, it was a, an organization for people we now call IT auditors but it has grown to be so much more. Uh, information security, risk management, IT governance, privacy, all of the specialties in which ISACA members excel. And it's, it's a diverse community today, which I think is a great, a great strength. What I see in the organization, I also see across the professions that information security people are, are are necessarily involved in privacy, privacy people are necessarily involved in risk management, and so on and so forth, so that all of the different threads are beginning to come together, or have begun to come together, and I think it's a very positive development. Yeah, I do think that's awesome. It's, it's definitely in progress. Why do you believe that the trends towards convergence of specialties is a natural progression? Oh, well, as I say, I, I, I think that there are basic principles that cut across all of these, all of these specialties, or perhaps a better way to look at it is subspecialties of IT controls. I do think that of the group of things that I just mentioned, IT governance, privacy, uh, IT auditing, the rest, IT security stands out a bit. It's the most technically involved. There's, there's software that has to be bought, tools that have to be bought, tools that have to be used, an, a deep understanding of the internals of an organization's network, all have to be in the armory of the information security officer or the CISO, which differentiates it a bit from the other, again, I use the word specialties or constituencies, and I think that does make a bit of a difference in why in a column that's uh, dedicated to IT security, I wanted to look at the convergence from that perspective of the, of the IT security professional. Do you think the convergence, uh, as far as you mentioned specialty, and so with those specialties, does the convergence diminish each specialty effectiveness? Oh, hardly. I think it en enriches each of them. That's, that's the whole point. The knowledge of the different aspects of information security controls 
don't stand alone. The information security officer, as I said, necessarily must understand privacy. And privacy is based in part on confidentiality, which is an aspect of security. And all of those have to deal with the governance of the IT function. So as I say, I think knowledge of one enhances the other. The, the reason that I started investigating this and wrote about it for the journal is that I'm beginning to wonder if keeping each of these specialties siloed is a positive thing. And I've come to the conclusion, no, it's not. Yeah, I've heard that before. So an example is, you know, auditing. And so they always say like auditing should be internal in a different department. Well, yeah, I mean, look, I, I back in my uh, career, I, I, I was an IT auditor, and I have a lot of respect for what IT auditing does. And it is clearly necessary that auditing generally, and IT auditing in this case specifically, that it have independence. I just don't know that it is necessary for there to be organizational separation to achieve functional independence. I think those are compatible, or put it the other way, it is not incompatible to have IT auditing external to the audit function, the general audit function. Makes sense. So what would make um, more information security stand out from the other specialties? Well, as I say, the, I think the, the, the deep involvement in the technology itself, the under the internals. Uh, yes, there's a, a need for understanding of all the applications as well, but I think that's true across all of the, the different constituencies that I was talking about. I don't think that any of the others routinely get involved in the, the details of operating systems, telecommunications protocols, uh, access security methods, all of the rest that are embedded in the in the technology in the in the infrastructure itself, to the same degree. I agree. I agree because it seems um, information security you're in the trenches all the time. Yeah. It's kind of like um, you're working with each department, trying to make sure you get work done and then communicate that, you know, back to the CIO or the CEO. I would also add that if you're in the trenches, you take a lot of incoming fire. Yes. <laughs> so do information security professionals need to agree, like with the other control specialties, as far as uh, auditors or risk managers? And why or why not? Just curious. They need to agree on the big issues. I don't think there's any question about that. Individual people uh, bring their own perspectives it's not necessarily a function of the job, it may be a function of the person. But even, even including that, that issue of what job do you hold, what role do you perform, there's gonna be differences. I, I wrote an article, ooh, it's a long time ago, at least a decade ago, I think, called The Mayor and the Sheriff. And I said the mayor was the risk manager and the sheriff was the information security officer. And for the most part, they agree on cleaning up the Cavendish gang and making the town safe for the school marm, just like you see in all the Westerns. But at some point, the mayor has to worry about P 
picking up the trash and getting the sewer system working and making sure the school opens on time. Whereas the security officer continues to have priorities about protection. Not that they are incompatible, hardly, but that the emphasis is going to change. And I think that's true in, in all of the other constituencies that I just mentioned. You know, you're going to have differences of priority rather than differences of, of objective. Definitely makes sense. That's a good analogy. I like that. Thank you. The mayor and the sheriff. Nice. So with, with those, and so we get to talk about, you know, more about specialties. What specialties incorporated into the um, IT controls that we talked about, organizational unit, will be the purpose of integrating things that way? Well, let's go back a step. What what I suggest in that article that we're that we're talking about is that I think it is time for all of the different specialties to be under one organizational umbrella, specifically talking from the point of view of information security. As you rightly pointed out, there's a need for for general agreement across a whole raft of issues, the big issues in particular, as I said. The fact is with the IT auditor reporting to the chief audit executive and the risk manager reporting to perhaps finance and the privacy officer reporting to legal, none of their bosses have the same priority for information security and control as they do. If we were to put them all into the same organizational unit, I think that when it came time for budget and the allocation of resources and the, and the direction of the organization and the perspective, the tone from the top, as we use the term, there would be a much greater focus on what each one of them individually and the group of them collectively are trying to achieve. I also recognize that as soon as you start talking about organizational structure, you're you're stepping on somebody's toes. And I I think it's likely to be controversial. And to be perfectly honest, every now and again I like to throw the cat amongst the pigeons and see which way they fly. I think it's it's time for for at least people to confront the controversy. It's not the first time I've done that. Oh, about four years ago, five years ago, I wrote an article called chief cyber officer. And I said that it was time for there to be one individual or at least one organizational unit that was responsible for dealing with all of the issues that were relevant in the cybersecurity space, not just you know, the information system controls, but how you're going to run the organization while the while the systems are down and how you're going to deal with the legal issues and how you're going to deal with the with the insurers and, and, and the raft of issues that, that might be uh, faced in cybersecurity. And at that time, there were no cybersecurity officers. There were no chief cyber officers. There were information security officers or CISOs, but I was making the point that this is a distinctive role of which information security is a subset. Today, there are. I, I keep getting emails uh, from somebody who said that 
I just got the job of chief cyber officer and I was looking up the literature and there wasn't anything. Actually, there was one article. I saw your article. Wow. Uh, so it, this is happening now. And I think, I think it will happen in the future so that, that there will be a, an IT controls division of some sort. And I think it's, uh, it behooves ISACA and to the extent that I have the column, it behooves me to try to be uh, ahead of the, the curve and apply some forethought. I agree. That's another interesting point. ASACA must see things into the future because similar to our, our department, headed by John Brandt, those specialties fall up under one umbrella. And, and uh -huh. what it does is it makes, as far as working together and communicating, um, it's more seamless when you're communicating. And so it definitely makes it, you know, you could just reach out, ask questions. If you got any questions, um, it's really simple to contact like who you need, even if it's contacting him directly. Well, that's it. I mean, if ISACA is not going to lead the parade, who's going to do it? I agree. I agree with that. Will combining specialties reduce the functional the functional autonomy? Well, of course it will. And so, <laughs> I mean, the, the whole point is that by keeping them autonomous, you undermine the 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 cross-referential value that we talked about just a few minutes ago, that each one of them benefits from having input and correlation with each of the others, all of the others for that matter. If autonomy is the price, I say let's pay it. Absolutely. So I want to talk about one specialty specifically, as far as privacy. Do you think that should be within the legal department? I used to always hear that, and that was, that was interesting too. I am personally of the opinion that if we continue to treat privacy as a legal matter, we will never be successful. I think it's there. There is a perfectly good certification program put out by the IAPP, the In International Association of Privacy Professionals, that is dominated by the legal profession. Nothing wrong with it. I think there's there are laws that obviously affect the way we do privacy. But I, I see privacy as a customer service issue. I see it as a corporate management issue. I see it as good citizenship for one thing, but I also see it as a way of doing business within the framework of secure systems that has respect for the integrity of our customers, any organization's customers, or if you're a government agency, then of the, of the citizenry. As long as we say, well, there's a law and you've got to follow that law. And okay, we check a box, we follow that law, we're done. We're, we've got privacy. I don't think we're ever, gonna, we're ever gonna achieve it. I think that's why ISACA came up with the CDPSE program, but I think it's bringing it into the context of information technology professionals, information security professionals, IT governance professionals, risk managers, you're beginning to see what I, the point I'm making, the, the, the cross-reference amongst all of these different constituencies and how each one makes the others better. Agreed, and they definitely make them better. 
So you, I just heard you mention um, risk management. So who would risk management report to? Well, I'll throw that back at you. Who does it report to now? You look at, at organizations and some people say it reports to the CFO. Others says it reports directly to the board. Some say it reports to um, the legal department. Some say it stands alone. Um, I don't think there's any consistency as it is. But if I, if I look around, I would say that most often I find the risk manager in the, in the financial organization, largely because there doesn't seem to be any place better than that one, so why not? Which is a, a pretty bad argument for doing anything. And, you know, oh, what the heck, why not? Not a good argument. Therefore, I think if you embedded the risk manager with all of the other professionals who are, are focused on IT controls, you're going to get a better risk management function, IT risk management function. I am not necessarily talking about other forms of risk. We're not talking about market risk. We're not talking about credit risk. That, that Those are important things to do, but they don't necessarily have to be done by the person who is also involved in IT systems. I agree. And upon these specialties, I used to always see like, um, I'll see like appliance, they'll be fighting with the IT side. And they'll be going back and forth and because, uh, you know, of course, compliance, they want all the boxes checked. You try to figure out a better way for them to work together and accomplish the same goal. Well, you know, compliance is a, as you say, it has a very specific role of assuring management as well as the regulators and in regulated industries that you said it, I'll, I'll go along with it, that the right boxes are checked. Nothing against that. I think it's an important function. It is ultimately a quality assurance function. And I, on the surface, have no argument about including compliance in this IT controls function, but I don't think that it's one of the core constituencies. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. I, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not going to be doctrinaire about who gets the ticket to, to come to the show. Agree. What happens if they separated all those specialties? Well, they're separated now. That's my problem. I think we're not getting the full value that we might get out of the professionals, any organization employees. And worse than that, when they are all trying to achieve parallel, if not the identical uh, objectives, comes budget time, somebody's going to say, well, I've got X amount of dollars or yen or euros or whatever currency you work in. And we're going to give some to information security and we're going to give some to privacy. Uh, well, you know, uh, we'll, we'll split the difference. Um, no, actually, there's a need for investment in privacy and there's a need for investment in security and they shouldn't be contending with each other. They should be supportive of one another. And that's my point. I agree. That's definitely why information security matters. That's for sure. Yes, it does. Thank you. <laughs> so basically, you got, you know, these these specialties and, and instead of them being siloed, you bring you bring them kind of under, you know, one one reporting to one person. If we broke down the silos, you're saying? Yes. 
And how does that benefit information security? Um, I think it benefits all of them. But as I say, I think that information security may be the primary beneficiary because it broadens this perspective away from simply information security being a technical problem to it being a risk management problem, a technical problem, a compliance problem, all, all the above. It gives greater scope and scale to information security. I agree because I can see it. I can see it under our umbrella now, where we have you know all these different specialties, and um, it's definitely easier to work together. You know when we're performing tasks, it, it just makes it easier. And and that's and that's from a um, you know from a general white paper standpoint. I can imagine how fantastic it would be from an operation standpoint to you know just streamline those those type of actions if i need uh -huh. to you know work with an individual group whether it's privacy or risk management it, it would definitely um it would definitely make things a ton ton of a lot easier not that there isn't collaboration today i don't want to sound like i'm saying that everybody's you know walking in the dark and bumping into each other occasionally no there is obviously good collaboration or there wouldn't be an isaca but, or not the ISACA we have today, but the issue of contending for resources, the issue of setting priorities will be a lot easier to manage if they all reported in the same structure, I believe. Steve, you and I probably could talk about this all day, but that's all the time we have left for today. Thank you for taking the time to chat with me. If you want to read Stephen's full article, Click in the description below. I'm Jeff Champion. Thank you for tuning in.